What's going on? This is JB once again from Solution Sports. We got the early contest today for the MLB. Right back at it. For those who played last night, late contest, early birds. I hope you had success. Things let you down. It's another day. Another day to rise up, right? All right, so. I'm just going over the early contest today um, on DraftKings. I always start with DraftKings. I don't do the FanDuel metrics as of now. Um, uh, so I'm pretty much just going off of DraftKings, as you know, if you've been listening to the, the podcast. So there are two games today to choose from. So this definitely um, you have two options if you're looking in contest doing a single entry. Or if you're going to play a featured contest, I strongly, strongly recommend that you do multiple lineups. Have no minimum than two strategy lineups because um, if you put one lineup in in a contest that has a multiple capacity of 150 lineups or, you know, 20 lineups, most likely you're going to be disappointed and frustrated with only two games to choose out of unless you're just very, 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 very lucky. Because as soon as one pitcher gets dudded, then you're out. You don't have a backup plan. You don't have an insurance plan. So the swap-out mechanism looks pretty good today if you're going to get involved in the um, in the two-game early contest. So I'm just going over the two games today. Um, I will try to do another podcast a little bit later on for the evening contest. Right now, i got about another hour to go to submit. So I'm not going to get into too many things. What I saw last night um with some of the scores and things of that nature it was um i was keeping up with the anaheim game that was very interesting as you can see both teams struggle on both sides of the ball um yeah some people that had some bright spots for the angels the bottom of their lineup struggled offensively they couldn't get anything going it was a rough night with the rain coming in and out um trout had a strong hit um, he had a double and Upton struggled. And, you know, uh, Detroit, you know, used to play for Detroit. Upton struggled mildly at the plate last night, um, striking out a few times, which is part of his pedigree at times. He sometimes looks good. I think he gets a little over anxious and gets out in front of a lot of pitches when Trout is on base. When he takes his time, you know, don't always. I don't think he always should try to keep trying to swing for the fences, bring him in, just take a walk sometimes, you know, let Pujols maybe bring you and Trout home or something like that. Three strikeouts yesterday, three strikeouts the day before. Again, you know, we don't really know where he is with that forearm injury. Maybe that might be part of it. Um, But, you know, he has a very important role in that lineup, at the top of the lineup. You know, Kinsler is hitting the ball very good right now. Uh, broke this team down before. When their wheel is wheeling, is looking good. They're a tough team to 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 pitch to offensively. When everything is clicking at the top of the order and they get a little support at the bottom of the order with Maldonado and Valbuena, uh, they're a pretty decent offensive team. But right now they're kind of a little rut right now. Um, Detroit, as you know, they're not the strongest team with the pitching aspects of everything. But they do play pretty good at home. They're 16-12 and 12 at home. Um, they're four and a half games back of Cleveland, uh, surprisingly. In their last 10, they're playing 500, 5-5, five five, right? So, this, this, you know, you're going to have some issues today 
with pitching is you know you're gonna have to just kind of just wheel it out there do your best and hope for the best um with the where the pitching rotations are most teams you know you had a lot of studs them earlier in the week already pitching so you're kind of on the back end and some pitching staffs are pretty banged up which we will see today um Tampa Bay being one and Detroit you know um Liriano is out um you know it's just it's 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 a mess for some teams they got bullpen guys up there starting the games out going one two innings so you're dealing with that that's why you have um four pitches today to choose from you have Haney for the Angels and Mike Sosha oh my gosh he, he must have the biggest headache in the world with his pitching staff him and Gibbons uh, I'm sitting there watching it, those guys. I think they would probably want to come out of the dugout and pitch pitch a couple of innings for the team themselves, the way the pitching is getting just decimated when they get out there. I mean, they came off of the, the rain delay out there in Detroit, and then Detroit just pretty much, they put Brett Rosen in there, and then he starts giving up runs and just getting getting annihilated, one hit after another along the bases. I mean, they they made Detroit look like the old red machine back in the day last night. So right now, I mean, we'll see if they can bounce back again. They can't ill afford to keep losing or playing below five hundred ball. They're at five and five right now in their last ten. It's a very big game of importance for them. Again, they lost six to one yesterday. They've fallen back four and a half games behind Houston at the moment, who has lost two in a row. Seattle has lost two in a row. So they're very lucky as they're on this slide that the teams in front of them have been losing also. So they're going to really uh, rely on Haney today. He is the top salaried pitcher on DraftKings. He's a lefty. He's at 10-7. His ERA is pretty decent at 3.09. He has a 2-3 and record. In his last two games, he had a no decision against the Yankees on the 25th. And then before that, Tampa Bay, he lost that game 5-3. Um, um, let's see in his last defeat, let's see what maybe could have been better. I mean, he had double digit fancy points in the last two games, so that's very promising. Um uh, let's see, strikeouts were pretty okay. That's what kept him in the double digit. He had five strikeouts against the Yankees. He went six innings against the Yankees, and that was in a in a in a hitter's ballpark. He survived for six innings, he gave up four hits, one earned run. And he gave you he's giving you good pitch pitching right now. He's found a way to stay in the games at least six or more innings in his last four stars. So that's value. Um ninety seven pitches against the Yankees, ninety seven against Tampa Bay, a hundred against Houston, eighty six against Colorado. And in the last four stars, he's only given up one home run. So he's keeping the ball down against power hitters and challenging the the, 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 the the supposedly contact hitters. Uh he hasn't given up more than five hits in any of his games in the last four. So we're breaking down his metrics and seeing where he is with his control. How is he visual visualizing um the game as it plays out? How is he taking the instructions from the pitching coaches and the game plan that is put out there after watching film and it seems overall he's doing a pretty decent job. Um, his salary, <laughs> um, because it's a two-game contest, it's amazing. His salary is ten seven a day, right? When he was going against the Yankees, it was seven grand, and he gave you double-digit points. His average is FPPG is eighteen point six. 
He gave you 18.1 against a very tough Yankees team in Yankee Stadium. That's a check. Um, Tampa Bay went over 22.7. And um, against Houston, he had a wonderful game, and it was at home. Um, 37 fantasy points. He racked up 10 strikeouts. So um, I think, you know, Angels, if you guys are listening to the podcast after or before the game or any anybody that's affiliated with the Angels, Get some runs for this guy. Get get him. He's been been one of the few bright spots in the last f- few games for you guys. While you guys been sliding down the the the, the, the pinwheel here, so um, I like Haney. I think at ten seven right now with the the salary pitchers, you know, not really being that high, and two of them really pretty much being non factors with um, Carpenter, Ryan Carpenter. For the Tigers, being fifty four hundred and Reed Stanek at four grand, neither of these two bottom end ones are 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 expected to go anywhere long today. So um, I wouldn't even mess with them. I mean, Mengden, you do have to kind of look into him. He does have one bad start back against Houston. Um, he only lasted two innings in that game. He has a negative five. I mean, he has some good outings, don't get me wrong. But when I say that, I'm saying that because even though he has a 38 fancy points performance in his last game against Arizona, I mean, you might pick him on the wrong day and then he gets you a negative performance, right? So we know Tampa Bay is in Houston in any means, but they're playing good ball right now. Tampa Bay has won the last five games in a row. Uh, they they must really, really like the road. They must really like the West Coast. I guess playing in Tampa is just boring for those guys, right? Anyways, you know, they're two games over 500, but they're still 10 games behind Boston because that's just how good Boston is. And Boston and the Yankees are pretty much playing above average right now. They're playing over 500 baseball at the moment. You know, Yankees .673 winning percentage, Boston .696. <clears throat> So, I mean, if you was to put, <clears throat> if you was to put, let's say, um, um, Tampa Bay in that National League West, I mean, they're pretty much almost, they have the same loss record as Colorado, so they might even be close first or second in another division, right? So, let's not take the team for granted. I think right now, because of the pitching situation, looking at it from a bend perspective, um, Vegas is playing it safe. Um, they have Oakland as a favorite on the money line at minus 140. Um, <clears throat> and that's because Magnin is a, is a starter. And the guy's starting for Tampa Bay. It doesn't seem like he's going to really... He hasn't pitched... <laughs> Stanek hasn't went over two innings in his last four games. Actually, the whole year, he hasn't pitched over two innings. Um, and for anybody that picked him against Baltimore, who we know they strike out a lot. We saw Sergeant mow him down last night. Uh, he had 9.8 fancy points and 1.2 in his pitch. He had 21 pitches in that game. I mean, you pay four grand, you get nine points. I mean, that's a, well, that's a big one-up, you know what I'm saying? Against an Atlanta, uh, he had 1.2 in his pitch there. He had 10 fancy points. Is this something you really want to deal with? I mean, in a way, it's like you're going to probably have some people to actually pick some bullpen people. And um, <clears throat> unless you just unless you pick one of these guys and they end up going a little bit more because the situation has changed um, and they end up instead of pitching just one and a half innings, they might end up having them 
do three. They call it bullpen day. So they, you know, they might end up just pitching like maybe two or three innings. And you know, if they don't get rocked and don't have control issues, you might get lucky. You might get about ten to twelve fancy points. How somebody that's four grand, if you can get double digits, that's good. I mean, his average is four point one fancy points. We're talking about Ryan Stanick. And uh, anything over that is a one-up. You're doing good. So you might have some people chance it. I'm not certain how many many people will. But I think um, for the most part, a lot of people are going to have this Haney and Mangden um, combo. Um, Unless somebody does get real fancy and fade Carpenter and Stanek and go in the bullpen. Um Or they just they just pick one of these guys, you know. You can look at it and say, hey, you know, Anaheim, their offense is struggling. Even though today we both we both know that Anaheim is a favorite. It's a nine and a half over under in that game because they they know Detroit pitching is decimated and they're really desperate right now. So sixty five percent consensus is going for the Angels and thirty five percent for the Tigers. So, um, Tigers, I mean, they, again, they, they have a little momentum. They won a, won a game in surreal fashion last night. Um, they just put on an offensive display there in the last latter innings after that rain delay. So, um, <clears throat> I know I do preach pitching and everything like that, but I do truly believe in momentum. I do believe in home field advantage. And I mean, right now, I mean, you can look like the momentum is not for the Angels, even though they do have someone on on the mound that they can lean on still i mean i'm not writing detroit off completely <clears throat> um because these guys if they just can do their little one inning or two then the game is on you know what i'm saying then the bullpen comes in and then you know that's that's what the team's accustomed to they just need someone to kind of get them off to a jump start keep the ball down you know they may get a walk or two here um carpenter he has one walk and all you know, yeah, he out of the two, <clears throat> out of out of Stanek and Carpenter. I mean, Carpenter pitches a little bit more. I mean, if he's fifty four hundred. That's why his salary is a little bit more than Stanek. Um, <clears throat> so he does go a little bit more distance. I mean, he has a five inning pitch in his last one. He didn't do very well though when he was out there for five innings. I mean, he had six fly balls, ten ground balls. Um, he had a walk. He had a home run. He did everything negatively, impactedly to his to his salary. So um, minus four two thousand against Cleveland, a pretty tough team. He was uh, he was nine to negative against Seattle or Pittsburgh, <clears throat> but he gave up three earned runs in three innings against Pittsburgh. And that was in Detroit. So the guy doesn't doesn't you know being a lefty too, and going against all those right-handers, it doesn't really fare very well for Carpenter. I think he's a setup. Um, I wouldn't. I would just fade him. I mean, I let him beat you. I mean, if he beats you good, um, I think my associate is gonna get his guys up today, and they're gonna get they're gonna get ready today to really try to um, get the momentum back in the right way and get out of the situation they're in. You know, again, it was a tough. Tough day to kind of manage through the rain delays. And I think they just <clears throat> got out the bullpen and got lazy, and Detroit laid it on them. So um, most people are going to definitely probably roster uh, Angel Stack and just kind of watch and see how it goes. They have Kinsler at the top, Trout batting his normal number two spot, Upton again looking to redeem himself. Pujols, all all guys there, with the exception of Kinsler with power. 
Um, and then you got Simmons down there who pretty much, um, you know, is a good contact hitter, good runner on the bases. Um, he has a lot of value today. And you got Jeffrey Marte and then Chris Young gets to fly today in outfield. And Cole Calhoun down there at the bottom of lefty. So only one lefty in the whole lineup. Mike Socher is going very heavy with the righties. How is that going to help? Not certain because I don't know if Carpenter is going to stay in the game that long. Um, he's going to have his hands full with all those righties up there today. Um, let's talk about Haney, what he's, what he's up against. Um, Nico Goodrum. I think uh, let's stop on him. Uh, I think he had a pretty decent game last night. Every time I was watching the game, Goodrum um, was always busy. Um, he had nine fancy points last night. Um, he brought a run in. He walked. Got a hit. He and his three at-bats, pretty productive. His average is 6.3, and he's a swish hitter, lefty-righty. So there's some value to that if you pick him. Um, if, you know, in this bullpen kind of contest, pitchers coming in and out, lefties, righties, he'll be able to turn turn the plate either way and won't be taken out. Um, the game before that, he had five fancy points, which is under his average. He just got one hit, got a single. He only had two at-bats in that game. And then against the White Sox on the 26th, Goodrum had 13 fancy points. So he's kind of mid-tier there. Uh, hasn't had anything out of the ordinary great, great, great. But, I mean, for the most part, you know, he's getting he's getting his average or a little bit more. For 4,100, uh, I, don't, I don't agree with that. I think what, what, the, what the salary is saying, he, they bumped him up an extra 300 because he's batting leadoff today. So he's going to have, he's going to say, okay, well, if he gets four at-bats, what is he going to do? He's pretty weak pitching today for um, um, a lot of teams. Well, the only thing is Haney is probably the best out of all of them. So um, normally when I look at a, the leadoffs, you know, sometimes I can say, hey, you know, like Greg Allen for Cleveland yesterday, I liked his matchup. He was a switch hit at the top of the order. He did pretty good. I'm not really um, over the top of our good room today, though. Um, but that remains to be seen. Let's see if there's any value to why you may want to pick Goodrum. And he does have Nicholas Cassiano batting behind him. So that's very important. Cassiano, the best bat right now with Mickey being out. So he will get pitches to hit. I will tell you that. Um, Haney's not going to want to put him on base, walk him or anything. Um, he's going to really get aggressive and try to get him out because he don't want to start off with Goodrum on first or second and Cassiano coming up. Um, normally, it's kind of interesting. He's batting second. Normally, he bats third or fourth. But they have Candelario batting third today. McCann batting fourth. Got a catcher batting cleanup today with Hicks and Jacoby Jones and R. Rodriguez and Victor Reyes at the bottom of the lineup with Pete Cosma. Pretty weak lineup down there at the bottom. Not a lot of power. Um... Detroit, like I said, man, this I mean when they generate runs, they have to do it in 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 considerable fashion. They have to get it all at one time, kinda definitely roll with the um <clears throat> roll with the momentum when they have it. Right now it's looking like Anaheim definitely is the favorite in this. Um you can roster Cassiano. He is the one bright spot in that order. Um, Carpenter again being left-handed. Um, I mean, this might be a day when he takes Pujols for for granted. 
Um, Pujols did get RBI yesterday. I think he just kind of settled down, put things in perspective. He hit a ball right back up the middle and got a single and drove in a run. Um, <clears throat> if that's an indicator for anything, maybe, you know, he gets a better swing today against this guy and he might take one over the fence in Detroit today. So I am, I am looking forward, you know, in a two game contest, you can't take power for granted because home runs is what are going to, is what are going to get you in front of everyone. You want to make sure you do have power in your lineup. You might want to have that one fly in your lineup that gives you a little bit of separation of someone that may not be highly owned, but that person has a certain skill that will easily get them um, double fancy points. You know, you might look at Chris Young at the bottom of the lineup. You know, he has speed. He plays. He's plugged in for um, various reasons. Mainly, he's, he's a right-hander, so he's probably going to go up against lefties when they need a, another right-hander. Uh, he was pretty decent when he played with the Yankees. Um, so you want to look at some some people that may not have a big radar when you're only picking out two games and it'll probably have maybe a percentage less than 15 percent on and then they have a good game and you know then you're looking pretty good um you got jacoby jones down there for detroit and you might even say hey mccann the catcher he's bang cleanup right so <clears throat> he might get some opportunities there if haney has little issues there with the right handers he has to face because goodrum is a switch hitter Cassiano's right-handed, and Candelario is a switch hitter. McCann is right-handed, John Hicks right-handed, and Jacoby is right-handed. So everyone is pretty much batting right-handed against Haney. So the whole lefty-righty whole situation is huge in this game. And I believe that's exactly why the 9.5 is what it is. They're expecting a lot of offense in that game. Um, I definitely will Ross Haney. Uh, I think he's going to be highly on. Probably in this contest, probably close to like 80% on. Or maybe definitely over 50%. You know, it's with with the weak pitching at the <clears throat> at the bottom of this two-game contest with Carmen and Stanek. Haney's going to be heavily on. Um, you know, I think it would be a little too fancy if you ended up fading him and really tried to tilt your lineup to be too unique. Uh, he is going to gather some points. I wouldn't even really go into that. Um, what you do for your second pitcher, I mean, you can obviously take Men- Mengen. Um, Men- Mengden. <laughs> you can definitely take him. Um, now, you can play with that if you do multiple lineups. Um, you could maybe... I, I don't like these two guys. I would actually do something what most people would never do. This is some highly strategic stuff i'm telling you but some people may fade these people and actually go in to either um detroit or tampa bay's um bullpen and just pick someone who normally comes out of the bullpen and you'd be you'd be surprised because um when you do something (laughs) when you do something like that um you end up sometimes with this guy his salary is so terrible you might end up um, paying more if you do that. So you got this guy like um, he, um, what's this guy here? Um, yeah, bro for Tampa Bay. I mean, you know, um, you just never know what they're gonna deal out. You know what I'm saying? Who's gonna come in and who's gonna do what? Um, let's look at something else here real quick too. I'm looking at all this. Um. This guy right here, his last time he pitched was on the 26th. 
Um, it's just, man, I mean, you just got to look at it. It's a fun, it's, it's a crazy strategy, but you usually see it done in the showdowns when it's only a one game. Sometimes people don't even fade. They, they'll fade the batters and put a, like a closer in. And a closer will end up getting you six points. And then you might have a batter in your in your in your in your showdown that gets you no points. So we know six is more than zero, right? So that's the whole strategy in the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? So uh we you know, we do know that um <clears throat> we do know that um I'm trying to I'm trying to look at the the bullpen for um say like Ben Rosen came in yesterday and he did miserable. He had minus seven point seven. Right? So let's say if, you know, they was doing a bullpen day, even though they have their starter on the mound, you know, somebody might go down and pick Ben Rosen and put him in their lineup, even though they have Haney starting today. But I don't have the actual um I don't have the actual pictures that in the bullpen in front of me. I don't know too much of how the manager will switch up their pitching. Um but you definitely want to see somebody who's active, who has fantasy points per game activity. Like um <clears throat> this guy Joe Jimenez for Detroit. He might come in and pitch an inning or two. You know, so um you know he he actually came in yesterday for one inning, you know. He did he got four point three fantasy points on one strike. Um, so that's the kind of strategy that people will sometimes do when you have someone starting on the mound that's not gonna be in the game. Um, they might just get somebody who may come in and pitch two or three innings and might end up having more points. All right, so um I'm gonna just put it out there. I mean, some people may want to play the cheerleader route and pick Upton again. We know Upton it's a big, big part in the middle of that order. Um, it's just something you got to deal with. I mean, maybe he gets his head together and and uh, he waits on his pitches and um, he he gets active again. I mean, trials at six thousand. Um, <clears throat> he was six thousand yesterday. Six thousand again. Must win game. Most of the time, the MVPs and All Stars step up in these kind of games. Um, most people but then and yeah, I won't be surprised if a lot of people go out and do Anaheim Angel stacks a day. <clears throat> truly, truly, truly. Um with Haney, let's look at let's look at the value of Haney one more time. I mean, um he does have the tendency of walking people. He had three walks against the Yankees, five walks against Tampa Bay, you know. But then he does have that strikeout capability. He doesn't give up a lot of hits though. Like in, against Tampa Bay on the nineteenth of May, he gave up three hits in six innings. You know. Sometimes he just doesn't get the run support he needs like last night and Anaheim couldn't do anything with runners on you know, and sometimes that hurts hurts their better pitchers that come out and they hold opponents and then the pitching does something good and then they can't get any offense. So um, I'm looking, I'm bringing that up because if, who is it that he does not need to give a walk to? That's that's my whole thing. Uh, <clears throat> is there anyone with, with speed on the on on the lineup for for? Um, for the Tigers, I mean, Goodrum has one in his in his ten game log. He has one one stolen base. Um, Candelario is batting third. Don't see any stolen bases for him this year. Um, we know McCann can't run for sure. 
Yeah, um, speed. I mean, Jacoby Jones has a, st- a stolen base there. Um, again, I mean, if you, <laughs> I mean, if you pick any of these Tigers, um, I don't blame it. I don't blame anyone. If you want to go contrarian, I mean, he's a lefty going against all right-handers in that game. And Detroit can come out smoking again, honestly. I mean, they're pitching it. I don't care who they got right now. Between the Angels and the Blue Jays over the last week, I've just been really hard on their pitching. Uh, we already know about the Orioles and their pitching, the issues they have there. But um, <clears throat> they can be favorites all they want in Vegas. But I know one thing, man, their pitching is w- more worse than good on any on any given day. They definitely going to have to rely on the, on, on the offense. Having to pick up the offense early in the first three innings, they have to get out to a good start to give Haney some run support. If they don't do that, Detroit had they keep Detroit around and play around and don't bring runners home and leave leave on batters. If Angels do that today, they're gonna lose another game. I'm telling that straight up right now. Um, uh, again, I'm I'm confident with pretty much everybody in this game. There's no one hidden gem anywhere. Um, we are, I mean, I think Upton's a great position. If Kinsler gets on, Trout gets walked, you want to look at that metric. I think Pujols is good today. Um, <clears throat> he's he's pretty much um, due for 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 some kind of just spark. I mean, no one's really been talking about him. Honestly, his average is two fifty six. I mean, I would think it would be worse than that. But he's active in all the games. I mean, he had five fancy points. Um, last night eleven before that nine. So his average is six point eight. He just um have been bringing in consistently RBIs, but he does take advantage of it here and there because he gets a lot of opportunities. Been behind Upton and Trout in the leadoff batter, and he had he's had a hit at least one hit in his last four games. So um I don't see him being I I say roster him today, you know. It's not I mean you got CJ Cron and Matt Olson, Marte and then Pujols for the first base position and then Hicks, right? So we all know CJ Cron, um he has twelve home runs on a year. Um he's probably gonna be heavily on today being a righty, um, for Tampa Bay. <clears throat> Going against um Mengden today, so um, but you know Mengden has been one of more stronger pitchers in the, in in the league. He doesn't really walk a lot of people. Um, he does have the tendency for the home run ball every once in a while. I did look at that metric. He hasn't given up a home run in his last two games. So I mean, the laws of averages might say he might <laughs> somebody might take him deep today. So. Um, <clears throat> just breaking down this whole Anaheim thing, I'm liking their top of the order. I am. I really do. But, again, I don't know how much separation you're going to get. If you do an angel stack, you're going to have to definitely have some kind of element of surprise in your lineup. Definitely, definitely, definitely for sure. Um, you might you might want to roster maybe a bottom half person like a, um, Cole Calhoun or maybe even a Simmons in your lineup with with a with a Trout and Upton and maybe one person out of Detroit like a Jacoby Jones or something like that or maybe even a Candelario um since you're not picking that third baseman out of the Angels lineup got to do something unique got to do something unique 
Um, they have not updated the three o'clock game, the Tampa Bay game. They have not um updated their lineup as of yet. <clears throat> but um, once again, uh, we know um last night um Tampa, Tampa Bay put it on Oakland pretty bad. Oakland offense just looked terrible. Again, their favorite today. Uh, the consensus is 67% for Oakland, 33% for Tampa Bay. Um, it just break down Oakland. I mean, right now, um, it start with Lowry. You know, he's a switch hitter. Um, he has batting 306, um, nine home runs on the year. Um, again, let's let's dissect that second base. The whole second baseman. Uh, Lowry again at the top right there. You got um, Dan Robertson, who had a pretty decent game yesterday. Not high RBIs for Robertson. I mean, his OPS is pretty impressive at .861. Um, not a big speedster on the base, but he does have some occasional power. And he's a decent contact hitter. He had 19 fancy points in that second game they played against Oakland. Pretty sneaky guy. You know, he find, finds a way to get on the bases. Um, he does have a tendency to strike out a lot, and that might not fare well with Oakland having Mangdon up there, and that being one of his 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 virtues. So, um, Lowry's looking pretty good, but Kinsler, I mean, he's pretty focused right now. He had ten fancy points. He was moved to the top of the order yesterday when um Korzard got scratched, so he took advantage of that. Um, got a walk. Um. Didn't bring anybody in, but he had two hits last night. And then the night before they had that monster game, we had a home run with three hits. Kinsler is a very hot, cold guy. I know him very well. Um, I think he's kind of feeling himself because he used to play for Detroit. So between him and Upton, he's feeling more comfortable being back in Detroit. So um, he's someone you can put out there. I mean, he's going to get a lot of that bats today with this bullpen bullpen situation today. So um, that Detroit has going on. Um, Let's look at this here. Yeah, I mean, honestly, you know, I do like Kinsler. I do do like him at the top of that lineup right there. Um, he is fourth in the salary at 3,300. He's averaging 6.0 fancy points. Um, he's going to get a lot of pitches to hit with Trout behind him, Upton behind him, and, and Pujols. I think he's realizing realizing that now. Early in the year, he wasn't doing that well. But I think he's realizing if he waits on his pitch, and then he, you know, he will try to steal the base every once in a while. I think he got caught the other day trying to steal a base but he has some value for 3300 today with him being a favorite um don't really care too much for cosma uh very low average he has one home run on the year um he has a lot of donuts on his on there so definitely stay in the top four there for the second baseman um lowry normally you know he bats there at the top of the order against stanick He's going to be highly on. Robertson could be a good play against Magnum, but again, he, he does strike out a lot. But between the four, I like Lowry and Kinsler for sure. Um, Wendell, he came up pretty good last night. Wendell is a very good contact hitter. He he gets lost in the top. People don't really talk much about him, but um, he's banned 283 with two home runs. He's um, has 14 RBIs. 
Uh, he is a left-hander, which is some asset, is some value in that. Um, he has 14 fancy points last night. The night before that, five, and then he had 14 against Baltimore and 12. So when it's sh- when it's bad pitching on the mound, he does he does he does his his due. I mean, Maynard's a little bit better today, but um, he is somebody that um, has some discipline at the plate. So I like all those guys. I like Lowry, Robertson, Wendell. I like Kinsler. I like all. I like. I like that position. There's gonna be some, some value out of that. The, the only thing about Robertson, um, if you play somebody like, um, if you do a Wendell and Robertson, you can put Robertson in the shortstop position, and put Wendell in the second position, and that could be a good strategy right there. You get two people from the same team. If you want to go contrarian and do a Tampa Bay and just roll with a hot team, you can get two of those guys right there on your on your squad. Um, as for Oakland and their and um their their hitters right now, um, you know, Dave, Dave Davis being out and Simeon being out is hurting their offense pretty bad right now. Um, Matt Olson has to pick it up. He didn't do much last night, man, at all. I mean, he had three at bats, um, didn't do nothing. He didn't strike out, I mean, but he just he's cold. Um and, you know, so I mean, it could definitely be a bounce-back game for Matt Olsen today um, with this guy Stanek on the mound. Yeah, Stanek is right-handed. Um, in covers right now, they got this game as a 7.5 over-under, Oakland being the favorite, right? Seven, mind that now, 7.5 with, with the pitching situation that Tampa Bay has. Um, that's pretty interesting. So they're not really believing too much in the, <laughs> too much in the offense of Oakland today. Um, but if it starts with anything, I think Matt Olson definitely has to make it happen. If you look at that first base position, you got Cron and Olson right behind him at forty two hundred. Um, he's averaging six point six fancy points per game. Um, you know, he had a donut yesterday, five before that, which is on his average seven, which is right there, four. I think he gets it together today. He has eight home runs on the year. He has power. He's having a low average. And um he has a K you know, you know, he had a stretch there where he struck out like five games in a row straight. He's not taking his time with his pitches. He didn't get any walks in the last two games, so I mean he's kinda just mentally not there he needs to be more patient at the play and i think he'll get better pitches today um to hit so definitely like olsen there like Pujols. the obvious would be to take cron um everybody knows that but um i think there'll be a little bit more value um if if you go with somewhere else. Marte, uh he's just wild man Jer- jeffrey Marte for the angels i mean I, mentally i think he just doesn't have the baseball iq um, I saw him make some some pretty bad plays over the last week and swinging swinging his strikeouts look very bad. I mean he's he's not disciplined at the plate, um, but he is getting stars. That's one of those things that Mike Socia is working with him at the moment to try to get him to be a better rounded player right now. Um, I'm not gonna really talk too much. I just want to give some insight to that. Um, definitely roster angel stack. Um, you can't even do a Detroit stack. Um, if you want to, if you're gonna do multiple lineups, do the unexpected. Um, I mean, you can't really get too fancy with the pitching. 
um, if you just make a judicious, judicious decision, um, the only out of the two between Stanek and Carpenter, I mean, Carpenter um, has pitched more than 1.2 innings. I mean, he can pitch you at least five innings. Does he get lucky against this team? He's lefty. Uh, I don't think he's going to get lucky today. So either you just t- stick with the top two or you can get fancy and just get a bullpen guy out of Detroit. And that's not um, it's not going to show up as scheduled a pitch, but um, you could do something like that and just um, and just roll the dice with it. The pitching is very shaky today. You just don't know how the pitching is going to gonna, gonna end up unless you just, again, take Haney and Megden and then fill in your lineup going forward from there. All right, so good luck with everything. It's about under 25 minutes to go to roster your lineups. Uh, wish everybody the best, and thanks for tuning in. Take care.